You've tuned in to Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Long ago, back before our time, way, way before there were turtles, the world was ruled by dinosaurs. They were big. They were awesome. And they really knew how to party. Go jump in a crater. I know your parents are supposed to be like these brilliant scientists or something, but I always wonder how they really make a living in here. Jimmy, positive you know what you're doing? Do you want to see dinosaurs or not? Now, Tim, Jamie, and Mick. Three great kids are about to become three brave heroes when they enter another dimension. No earthquake. And come face to face with the most colossal prehistoric adventure ever. Look, this concerns the fate of Source City. The Rockies have taken almost everything we have, and now they're gonna melt the city down. Great, I'll bring the marshmallows. Join them for the journey to Source City. Be there for the science fiction fable with Thunder Lizards. I want it now, Link. Now! Cave dwellers. Wouldn't be talking about brains if I was you, sour. And the hippest dudes from the primordial ooze. But can they save the planet? Excuse me, boys. I was looking for somebody who was supposed to be getting off. <laughs> yes! Dinosaurs. Starring Bowie, the far-out pterodactyl. What with all the rockets? Cops, the total triceratops. Rex, the red tyrannosaurus. And the wacky Rockies. See Adventures in Dinosaur City. Gimme Claw. Destined to be the biggest hit in 50 million reptilian years. And here we are on our 13th episode of VHS Gems. <laughs> and if you put any awesome. uh, actual, like, uh, I don't know, uh, credence to numbers and whether or not they're bad luck or good luck, I have to say this is definitely bad luck because we watched Adventures in Dinosaur City. <laughs> it was one of the bad ones <laughs> that, that I picked because <laughs> I didn't know... It just looked cool. No, you did okay. You did you <laughs> yes. did pick this one, and um, and was it was there any particular reason other than it looked cool when you saw the poster? Kind of like it... I don't know, I like it reminded me of that show. Um, Dinosaurs. That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like that. Not like that at all. It wasn't as cheery as like as as dinosaurs. Like it was all gr- like gloomy and grim dark. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see anything. <laughs> no, you can't see anything. That, that was uh, that was pretty bad. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the, the fact that dinosaurs had uh, the Henson company behind it, Jim Henson company behind it, probably yeah. you know made made it that much. I mean, it shows you know <laughs> you can uh, do the pro- do the idea right, and it will it will be good because that show was good back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are many other dinosaur movies that came out around this time that I would rather watch instead of this. There's like Theodore Rex with Whoopi Goldberg. I would rather watch that. 
Wow. Yeah. Sounds interesting. <laughs> I might have seen that, but no, I... Don't uh, we're back, you know. Oh, yeah. Back we're back. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. That's the DC that I would rather watch. It's also animated. It's okay. It's That's fine. Weird. I thought you said that like animated... Movies. I thought you said animated wasn't gonna... Be, a, be allowed for VHS. Uh, I don't know if I ever said that, but I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I okay. <laughs> okay. I would have said we're back then. I definitely have animated things on my list. <laughs> Anything that you watched repeatedly or you wanted to wa- you want to watch now. So if you want to throw in an animated movie, mm. just be prepared for me to sit there and. <laughs> not be happy about I will, it. <laughs> I will defend. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Fine. Uh, well, I mean, this is. There's also another one that was out there was uh, Pre Hysteria. I don't know if you remember that one. I do. And so the kid had all the mini dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the kid from Last Action Hero. Yes, it was. Okay. So um, wasn't he also in like. No, he's not Free Willy. That's a different kid, I think. I believe so, yeah. He's, he has a, I know he has another movie underneath his belt. Oh, My Girl 2. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same kid. very well use Macaulay Culkin again. No, I guess not, you know. It... Plot reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you know, getting Macaulay Culkin again wouldn't quite make any sense. I mean, unless it, they did like a weekend Bernie's thing, it could be doable. Yeah. But that'd be a completely different movie. Uh, all right, well, you know, let's get to what we usually do with this this uh, these these movies. So, we had Adventures in Dinosaur City from 1991, made uh, for TV movie. Was it made for TV? Yes, it was. Oh, well, that's <laughs> very strange. The idea is the scientist kid. Our, our kids are sucked into a TV screen and wind up in the Stone Age with cavemen and dinosaurs. This is a very brief uh, synopsis on IMDb for this so, movie. It's a pretty accurate uh, summation. You know, except yeah. for the fact that it's not the scientist's kids. It's just the one kid. Like, they never really explain where the other... have been Timmy's sister. Then why wouldn't they have know. left the Jamie in charge or given her the speech that stuff stuff was that that, that things were going to be There's going on that weekend? Their <laughs> <laughs> their ages are I I don't even know. Like well, like we we were having trouble like like how old is 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 a uh, Jamie and how old is Mick and. Timmy, like... And why are the three of them hanging out together? And this, watching this, cartoons. They're, watch, they're all very much into this Dinosaur City or Sore City show or whatever it's called. Dinosaurs. Okay, it's called Dinosaurs, so... I mean, there you go. Um, it said was said it multiple times, I don't know <laughs> how you missed that. Just uh, assume everything's called Dinosaurs. Yeah, you know, it's just... Uh, it must have just went over my head. It must have. <laughs> just like the plot when you two both got lost. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the, the difference between Sore City and Tar Town, they made it real clear that they were two different places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their names sound nothing alike. I understand that. You guys don't get about this because I, I you don't even see the city part of the city 
of Sore City until three quarters of the movie is over. (laughs) And then all of Sore City consists of one treehouse house. That's as much as they showed. (laughs) Well, there you go. They know to save some things for later. Uh, For that (laughs) sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it seems like they do go back in there. Yeah, you know, they saved it. They they set it up for a sequel. But you never know. That, That computer could... They might have had another D, another v, video VHS in that that you know player, so they could be sent to anywhere. Which again, what was the experiment to do? Yes. To enter another dimension, I, maybe. Based on whatever you decided to put into the on the screen, it's actually like it's VR with, the, like, but you're actually there. Act, you could actually die. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yes. Like where did the because the, it starts off with the them showing a. Uh, uh, v like a three dimensional uh, wormhole looking thing on the screen, and they send an orange into there, and then it comes shooting back out. Where I mean, what what did that do? I don't understand. It went in there, and then how did it come back? It came back. How? <laughs> it got Science. scared. Science. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand how you don't get this. Then how come it's so they could? How come they couldn't? They, they didn't. How come the, the opening wasn't there for them just to come right back after they went through? Because the orange is like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) The orange is like, fuck this. I'm coming back. So the orange had more smarts (laughs) than the three kids combined. It really did. Okay, good. Good to know. Um, Now we have, it's, it's director Brett Thompson. Everyone knows him. Oh, really? What, can you name some of the other things that he's done? Adventures in Dinosaur City. I said other mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and Adventures in Dinosaur City. <laughs> yes, it's still just the same thing. <laughs> okay, well, this says... Get your foot... Okay. It says that... Uh, in what 19... I don't have my phone. I, I, I see that you don't have your phone. This is 1988. He had not since Casanova. What? Yeah, exactly. Whatever that is. <laughs> and then in 1995, he had a documentary called "The Haunted World of Edward D. Wood Jr." Yeah, yeah. Edward. Everyone knows that. Good. What? What was that one about? About the haunted world of Edward D. Wood. Junior. Junior. There you go. So all those are his three credits right there. You know. <laughs> Uh, he has more credits as a writer. He's got 2005 Glass Trap, 2005 Thralls, 2004 Blue Demon, uh, 2002 Tornado Warning, 2000 Britannica, or Britannic, I'm sorry, uh, 1995 The Haunted World of Edward D. Wood Jr., and then 1988 Not Since Casanova. So apparently Adventures in, in Dinosaur City he did not write. That gem. Yes, VHS gem. Correct. <laughs> Ding. Now for the <laughs> the screenplay, uh, or the writer of the screenplay, which is also the writer of the story, and I'm guessing probably the writer. Oh, they had one other writer on this. Was uh, so they have Will Baronet and Lisa Morton. So Will Baronet. No other writing gigs. That was his first <laughs> writing gig. First and only. One and done. Hey. Go out on top. And boom. <laughs> he has uh, four producer gigs. 
or credits. He's got uh, What's Up, a TV series, and What's with a Z. What? Oh. That's right. What's up? Yeah, what? That, exactly. <laughs> uh, 1994 Toontown Kids, a TV series. Toom? Toon? Oh. <laughs> As in cartoon? <laughs> that was more intriguing <laughs> with Toom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2001, a TV movie called Trapped. (laughs) And then 2002, it's also with the T. No, but not, it's not, it's ED. Oh, okay, Okay, so not like the band. Yeah, not like the band. (laughs) And then uh, 2002, Battle Dance. (laughs) <laughs> <It's right. laughs> oh my god, we need to watch that. Battle Dance. <laughs> How can uh, we not watch that? I mean, everything about it just show. sounds awesome. I mean, it's it's uh, directed and written by Mark Israel. Oh my god, didn't we watch some kind of crazy movie where they like do dance battles? I know that's very descriptive. Yeah. But I just had this like nom flashback almost <laughs> to us watching some movie we did when when i was on a more regular basis having to go to the movie theaters to watch whatever was out to to review it yes. uh, we watched one of the many sequels of step up i don't remember which one it was yeah it wasn't that though that's not what you were talking no, about it, oh wow it was more like indie kind of we watched an indie um, movie about dance dance battles yes at, at the movie theater i don't think so <laughs> Think so it was at home. We we, we sought it. this out then, <laughs> <laughs> or someone sought it out for us. Uh, I don't know what it, I, I do. You I remember like there being high stakes, like lives being on the line. Lives, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a dangerous battle dance, right? Or dance battle. You know what? I might be precogging dance battle. Maybe. I wouldn't doubt that this would be the next like Turbo Kid movie or Kung Fury, where you know everything is in this new post-apocalyptic world. All all things are settled See, with a battle seen it dance. Too. <laughs> No, this is terrible. I vividly remember this. <laughs> it starts off like with two warring factions just all lined up in the middle of like desert, just like Troy, like how Troy has mm, bat no, has a uh, like Brad Pitt in and, like a junkyard. Oh, at night. there's okay. like neon lights and stuff. Um, and they like come together for this underground dance battle with high stakes lives are on the line no okay. I have no idea where you're pulling this from I, I don't... possibly from the future <laughs> of us watching this uh, we shall see unfortunately I don't think it, it has absolutely no information on battle dance on it's IMDB page so if you can find it we can watch it but I don't oh, think it... you heard it here folks. <laughs> that was a problem I, I doubt you will find it oh, yes and challenging me? <laughs> oh, I'll throw that challenge <laughs> yes. down. Oh, this is happening. So, as we said earlier, we had Timmy, Mick, and Jamie as our human protagonists, I guess you would sure. say. Uh, they start off in the real world and get transported to uh, the dinosaur's world via experimental technology that Timmy's parents created yes. and uh 
Timmy is played by Omri Katz. Now, like literally, the only thing I know him from is uh, Matinee with um, John Goodman, Hocus Pocus, and Erie, Indiana. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say <laughs> he was the only one who had a career after this movie. Because I've never heard of any uh, any of the other people. Apparently he was also on the TV show Dallas back in the day. That makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> and the Torkelsons. I remember the Torkelsons. Oh, I remember the Torkelsons. <laughs> the, the John Larroquette nope. show. Ugh. He was in one episode of Freaks and Geeks. And the last credit he has is a 2002 short called Journey Into Night, where he played Sean. I wonder why he's not making stuff anymore. Let's see if uh, his IMDb bio says anything. He died. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Nope, nope. Plays drums, is fluent in Hebrew, now oh. works as a hairdresser in L.A. <gasps> Shall go find him. <laughs> <laughs> You there. Watch this movie with us. Remember this. Uh, Omri lived in Israel when he was young and at the moment is taking a break from acting and hairdressing in Los Angeles and living in Israel. So he doesn't do hairdressing in LA. I don't know. It depends on how accurate these uh, IMDb entries are and uh, who's the the last one. It could be. You (laughs) You could always travel to Israel and find him. Okay, you might find a copy of Battle Dance too while you're there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It'll be brand new over there. <laughs> might just might. Uh, very interesting. I mean, for a kid who, um, I mean, obviously, other than this movie, was in uh, a, two other big, big movies. I don't know if Matinee is that big of a movie. It was, but it had it had John Goodman. Oh, I think you pro- you've probably seen it. You just don't know it. Probably. Um, but Hocus Pocus obviously is a is a huge one, a and uh, Erie Indiana went on for three seasons, so it's relatively popular. There you go. Uh, so Mick is played by Sean Hoffman. Now this character was just strange. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like he, he he plays off being very meek, and I understand how why they wanted to do that so that it's a bigger. Turn around for his character by the t- by the end of it, where he's apparently doing kung fu and yeah. using a bow staff and taking out <laughs> yeah. Neanderthals left and right. Where did he learn the kung fu? I don't know. From Tops. Ah, just by watching uh, him. Yeah. Oh, cool. You don't yeah. learn kung fu that way? Nope. Not huh. from a dude in a dinosaur outfit. That's for sure. Mm, strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he is still the acting. World you live in. Yeah, that's obviously completely different than yours. Uh, 2016, he's in pre-production for a movie called The Final Hour, where he plays Joe. Uh, 2007, he was in Ed Gein, The Butcher of Plainfield. He played Bobby Manson, Matt Mason. Sorry. Um, 2004, a decent a descent of woodpeckers. He played neighbor. <laughs> hey neighbor 2000 he was in The Scarecrow As the Scarecrow uh, Title character There you go Or at least he was the voice of the Scarecrow um, 1996 
Assault on Dome 4, a TV movie where you played Peacekeeper number one. <laughs> and in nineteen ninety one, Adventures in Dinosaur City, he was is his first uh his first role as Mick. Boom. Boom. Cool. You know, obviously kid had the acting chops, you know, got that bite, got the bug and decided, you know what? This Adventures in Dinosaur City, this is where I'm gonna make my mark. I'm gonna go on be a neighbor. <laughs> neighbor <laughs> and a voice of a scarecrow. Uh, he's got some writing credits. He's got some producer credits. He actually has two director credits. Final Hour is his movie. He's directing oh, it. Sweet. And Samson, a savior, will survive. Will sur- will will rise. I'm sorry. Uh, he also writ- wrote both of those movies. And uh, I want to talk to Samson. I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's that. Sweet. Now for Jamie. Uh, she was 12 <laughs> I was 5 Would you have 5 anymore <laughs> Timi- I know which means she's older too now Tiffany Poston <laughs> Or Poston I mean, P-O-S-T-O-N Joy. I mean I would say Poston Because it's like Boston But you never know Poston Poston all right, Tiffany Poston is an actress known for <laughs> Adventures in Dinosaur City, Aww. Rhythm Nation, eighteen fourteen, and Face the Edge. <laughs> uh, her last credit. Does that say Deadly Dancer? Uh, it does say Deadly Dancer, nineteen ninety one. Okay. <laughs> in nineteen ninety two, was her last acting credit was uh, an episode of The Wonder Years, where she played. Uh, council president in ni- 92 <laughs> in 92 and this movie was in 91 yeah. <laughs> uh, in 1991 she was also in an episode of Silk Stockings uh, before that was Adventures in Dinosaur City before that was uh, a few episodes of Parker Lewis Can't Lose uh, yeah, there you go. hey there's you know a la- uh, uh, link to last 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 week's movie where the the brother the younger brother of Terry was also in Parker Lewis Can't Lose, uh, nineteen ninety one Deadly Dancer Club Metro Dancer Rose was her character, nineteen ninety one the new Adam Twelve she was assault victim, nineteen ninety oh. Face the Edge she was Lori, nineteen ninety Tales from the Crypt she played a waitress in the episode for crying out loud. Uh, in 1990, it was Instant Karma. In 1990, Rhythm Nation, 1814, she played Rhythm Nation Dancer. How old was she? It does not say how old she was, but apparently her acting career consisted of two years, from 1990 to 1992. Uh, let's see if their full bio says anything else. It does not. Wow. Ah. <laughs> really short page. So there you go. Uh Let's, let, yeah, let's go to the Googles. Let's see if there's any information on <laughs> Tiffany Poston. It's at 13 or 12, she plays a waitress. And a dancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. Why did you say it that way? <laughs> uh, see, nope. I thought she was half when I watched this. Tonight. 
Uh, yeah, there's not anything about her on Google. It just keeps, everything goes back to the the IMDb page. So, uh... She went back to Dinosaur City. She must have. (laughs) She's like, fuck this place. That was my stupid acting career. She went back to her roots. (laughs) I wonder if Rhythm Nation... 1814 has anything to do with Janet Jackson. Yeah? Cool. What happened in 1814? 1814? That's what it's called. Rhythm Nation 1814. Let me click on it. Let's see what it says. I'm sensing a theme. The music video for Rhythm Nation was directed by Dominic Senna, uh, serving as the final inclusion in Jackson's long-form Rhythm Nation 1814 film. It portrays the rapid choreography within a post-apocalyptic warehouse setting with with Jackson. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! (laughs) With Jackson and her dancers adorned in unisex military attire, it was filmed in black and white to portray the song theme of racial harmony. Jackson's record label attempted to persuade her against filming the video, but upon her insistence, it became the most far-reaching single project the company has ever attempted, end quote. Whoa. (laughs) So there you go, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw that episode of the Goldbergs, but or no, not Goldbergs, but uh, Fresh Off the Boat, but they did a whole thing about Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation in one of the episodes. Yeah, they went to like her concert. Right, and the yeah. the girl was dressed up in the, right. the outfit and the, the boy was all about being part of the Rhythm Nation. Yes. And then there's the movie with John Ritter about uh, getting sucked into the TV. Yes. Uh, what was it called? It was called... Uh... I know what it's called. It's one it, that... Remote control? No, it's not called remote control. Click? No, it's not, not click. click. But, uh, yeah, that one, there's also a part where John Ritter is, is traveling through the channels, being chased by the devil, and... Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's the one with Wayne's World, where it is. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, let's see man. here. I just had this. Um, I want to say it's another, it's like another name of a movie that has like the name of a song it's like the title of a song but I could be completely wrong uh, nope but anyways while he's flipping through the channels being chased by the devil one of the things is he gets to MTV and it's the that particular music video the Rhythm Nation music video and he's dancing around and he looks I think he looks like Prince for some reason John Ritter does nice is it Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the music videos or music song title, but that is exactly what it's called. I think that has Dokes in it. I think it has a young detective Doke or Sergeant Dokes from from uh, from uh, Dexter. I literally only remember the Wayne's World part. <laughs> That's it. Ever. So where they're holding up the, the little sign or the pictograph and, sign and, and he has to like figure it out. It's fucking skeletons, I yeah. Worship satin? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I ever remember. 
Well, we might. I might end up having to put that one on my VHS gym. Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, do you want to look up the, the people that played Rex and Tops? Now, this is what I, I find it funny about their names. Because yeah. Tops is a, citer- a Triceratops uh-huh. and Rex is a T-Rex. Right. That's mm. like saying you should be called... And his dad was King. King, yeah, I understand. But he was also another t- another T-Rex. Yes. Well, I mean, why is Rex the one donned with the name of Rex for all of their species? Because he's not <laughs> the king yet. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of cartoons do that. That's true, and I don't like, understand what yeah, other cartoons do either. It's so weird, yeah. <laughs> so my child, human. <laughs> like, I was just, you could. <laughs> I was just thinking about that like not too long ago, but I forgot what I compared it to. But I was like, yeah, like one one species of animal is named, you know, <laughs> like dog, and then all, all the other dogs. Are named, you know, Hank or <laughs> or, or Clifford. Scout or Clifford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's like. Would you? I mean, I, I don't. I didn't. I don't know much about Pokemon, but I mean, obviously, Pikachu is named Pikachu, and that's what he is. He's a Pikachu, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, are there other Pikachus? Yes. Do they call those ones Pikachus also? Yes. Yeah. Do they, <laughs> you just. It's, it's you're just it's calling them. It's the type. Okay, but he calls him that. Right. So that'd be like, I mean, me just saying dog. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, but you, you, when you have a companion, you give them a name. You well, in the games Sometimes. you can, but Sometimes. in the anime they don't do that. But on in the game you can give a nickname sure to they it. Do do they? Yeah. Like there's there's a whole episode about a chick that has a Growlithe and she named it Growly. <laughs> Very, very uh, inventive name for her. Yeah, I, I named my squirrel DJ Squirt. See, at least that's you know better than Growly for Growlithe. Yeah, but now it's a it's a Blastoise now. So yeah, it now it's a blast. Anymore. Yeah, I don't know any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. What are these words? <laughs> Are they even words? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not. So, uh, well, okay. Now we're so tops uh, has as um, Mark Mark Martorana. Is that the guy who played tops, or is that the guy who voiced tops? I'm gonna say that's the name of the guy who played tops, and that's the only thing that he's ever played or ever done. Go out on top. <laughs> Going big and come out on top. Got it. Rex is played by Tony Doyle. They actually have a picture of him. Um, he's done other things, so I'm going to say that he must have been the voice of Rex. He died on January 28, 2000 in London, England. Oh, man. He was born in 1942. Oh. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's an English actor. And I didn't put my phone on silent. Nice. So, there you have that. You know his ringtone now. <laughs> <laughs> 
And apparently there was a bunch of other names. There's Mr. Small, there's Chantouse, Bear, Bigfoot, Gil, Dana, Missy, Link. I think Link was the only one that I caught an actual name for one of the Rockies. Yeah, he was the main dude, and the... Missy was the chick. Okay, well, there you go. Because the, together yeah, they're the Missy Link, the Missing Link. They, they uh, yeah, I figured they did. I was pretty sure you've missed it. <laughs> no, I heard it. There's Unfortunately. Link. Link. Yeah, I got it. So there's uh, Mr. Big was played by R.A. Mihailov. Um, <laughs> he is apparently known for a lot of horror movies um there is Pumpkinhead 2 Bloodwings Death Riders uh with Criminal Intent The Kid with X-Ray Eyes The Vampire Hunters Club Revamped Stiletto Blood Scarab Dark House Small Town Saturday Night Hatchet 2 My Name is Chris Kringle (laughs) Kiss Before the Slaughter, <laughs> Knife Point, Hooked, Horrorween, <laughs> Red Rose, Crazed, Alien Hunger, Smothered, uh, Incision, Death House, Krampus, The Devil's Return, The Taker, and Slash Dot Er. And that's those pumpkin head. Those la- those last five are all. Pre-production or post-production or filming in 2016. Slasher, wow. or I'm sorry, Slash.er, <laughs> The Taker, Krampus, The Devil Return, Returns, Death House, and Incision. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Death House with an A. Death House. Death House? No, it was just death regular. <laughs> it's just a regular English Death House. <laughs> Won't be watching that one. Uh, yeah, it doesn't actually... Let's see. He was actually in License to Drive, though. Hey. Hey, that's... He was tow truck driver. Uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. He was Leatherface. Hey. <laughs> My name's Leatherface. Oh, he was also in Parker Lewis Can't Lose for an episode. <laughs> As Leatherface. <laughs> As Bronk Adelson. Uh, Full House. He was an episode of Full House. He, As he, Leatherface. He played Tiny. <laughs> In the episode Gotta Dance, uh, Trancers 3, Strip Teaser, he played Little. Oh, look, with Criminal Intent, he also played Tiny. I wonder if it's a shared universe. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Damn it, now I want to see it. it uh, one of the funny things, uh, in the movie Smothered in 2016, he plays R.A. Mihailov. Himself. So himself. Sweet. <laughs> well, there you go. Very uh, much so. Oh, he was in Drive? That's one of my favorite movies. Not the one with R- Ryan Gosling. Oh, another. Or that's Driver. Being facetious. No, he, the, one with, uh, Drive. the one with the um, one with Mark DeCascos. And it's all about a bio. A biomechanical uh, insert that you put into, into your body to make you stronger and faster and he's got the prototype in his body he does all kinds of martial arts and stuff and Kadeem Hardison ends up being his side buddy and what? Brittany, Brittany Murphy's in the movie 
What? It's a great movie. You should watch it. Sounds amazing. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a straight up kung fu action movie, but it's awesome. That sounds <laughs> kill, amazing. The, the bad guy in the movie, or at least the the bad version of him, the one that has the the updated version of the of the bio implant, kills a dude with a quarter. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh my god! I need to watch this. We'll have to watch it sometime. Yes. Um. So yeah, it looks like look. I I, I mis- I'm mistaken. Mister Big or R. A. Mihailov is probably the biggest star to go. come out of this Same movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also the creator of Drizzt. Yeah. Drizzt. I don't know what Drizzt. that is. No, no. No. I don't know what you're trying to say. Just Duarden? No? No. No. Okay. (laughs) It's a a very popular series, well, series about a character named Drizzt Duarden. He's a a drow that doesn't want to be like the other drow. He's like, fuck this, I can be good. Drow aren't good. A lot of people seem to like it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about it. R.A. Salvatore. Ah, (laughs) so that's where the joke was going. Yeah. Got it. It would have been better if you had known that. I thought you would have, though, because. I know the name R.A. Salvatore, but I have no idea what about his books. Yeah. There you go. That's how he got famous. (laughs) (laughs) By doing a bunch of. D&D novels. Well, it's a, a there, there's a there's an audience there, so, you know. Clearly. <laughs> he made a goddamn fortune. <laughs> uh, we have two items in the trivia section of IMDb for this movie. Yay! <laughs> First one. Six scenes were filmed but cut from the North American <laughs> release of this film. These include uh, scenes in which, one, Timmy's father urges the kids to play outside before leaving. Two, the kids enter the lab. Three, the Rockies make a prolonged visit to Sore City. Four, the Rockies have an extended audience with Mr. Big during which Bear is incinerated. I'm guessing we saw the outside of the American version then. I remember all of that. Yeah. I... Uh, five, the Rockies make an extended entrance into the Tar Town Bar. And six, Jamie hoodwinks the prison guards in Mr. Big's Towers. So, yep. yeah, those are all things we saw in the version that we watched. And I remember that from the version that I watched well, when I was then, a child. You know, whoever it is that, that put this, they just lied. this piece, is just yeah, they were just terrible. They're terrible garbage people, and they need to go away. There are a lot of things that need to be cut from this movie, but <laughs> like the they weren't super extended. We're traveling to another dimension scene. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like the director got green screen, green screen like technology for the first time. He's like, I need to use the hell out of this. Yeah, <laughs> or and when then, they were watching a Moses Flory going up in that like. Not hot air, but like bird propeller, yeah, like balloon, or bats. Were they bats? Like bat elevator yes. to go up? Yeah. Like for some reason, we needed to see every character look at him as he goes up. They were so amazed. <laughs> Odd. <laughs> Why is that system even set up that way? Why? What is bats just like? Fly? We need to 
Yeah, but it's only big enough for something that's a foot tall. Yeah. It's his house. Why would he... It's Flory's house? Why would he accommodate anybody else? I had not no clue that, that that's what that was. Yeah. I, I kind of... I kind of guess at the end of everything that that was his house. I thought it was Rex's house. No. What? I don't know. <laughs> Rex seemed very out of place there. He, he seemed very out of place everywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a loner. A lonely loner. <laughs> Except for his best friend, road. Tops. Yeah. <laughs> so not so alone. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh... In the other piece of trivia for this for this movie, in his blog, Greg Aronowitz claims that he I don't know <laughs> claims that he originally designed the dinosaurs as lankier and younger looking, more like teenagers with kind of grease feel, grease from 1978, before settling for a bulkier and older looking design. Why? So I'm guessing he's the production designer for this. Why? <laughs> I guess they wanted them to be like, oh, you're teenage dinosaurs? Well, we're teenage kids. And obviously from the trailer, they're trying to build off of the whole Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like uh, you know, vibe that's going on around this time. Because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out in 1990, right? The, the first movie? I think so. Because yeah. even the, the beginning of the trailer says, before there were turtles. It's true. You know, is, isn't there even a turtle thing inside the movie? Did yeah. I not catch that line? Yeah, there's... There's a couple of lines oh, where yeah. you reference other things. And <laughs> you're just like, oh, yeah. That's not great. So, now. obviously, Tops knows martial arts for whatever reason. Yes, he's uh, very good at it. But uh, it doesn't look like Rex knows too much. He's just no. straight up he just brawler. Kind of punches people. Punches things. And, like, throws them up in the air. <laughs> repeatedly. Repeatedly. I didn't He's understand like, that. Wee! Yeah. <laughs> I'll catch you. Wee! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd think that he would just, like, let the guy hit the ground at one of the points, but yeah. no. But he's just... building up the tension. The dude's like, oh my god, I'm gonna fall. And he's like, nope, not yet. Oh my god, it's gonna be this time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just eventually just be like, oh, well, he's gonna catch me, so I'm not too afraid then, anymore. Bam. Ah, that's when you get you. That's right. Oh well. <laughs> and with that, those big mouths, they couldn't just like bit them. Yeah, you know. It's too bad. Well, that's also what I said. Is like, there's one scene in all of the fight scenes that they do that Tops uses his tail. Like, mm-hmm. you have a tail. I don't think he even like. Intentionally used Probably his tail. not. It was just the momentum <laughs> that made his tail go along with it and made it look like he like hit someone with his tail. The actor probably spun around just because he needed to spin around, and then exactly. I was, the, the the stunt double was, or the stunt man was probably like, "Well, the tail's coming at me. I should act like it hits me." And boom, done. He needed to get an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and so. uh what else do we see? But let's see if we can see any business for this movie. Um, it's eighty-eight minutes long, so you don't have to worry about too spending too much time on it. It's true. <laughs> one of the one of the user reviews uh, it says, "Not so bad." <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the review on that one. <laughs> it's not so bad. 
you know that's you know that's exactly what they want to put on uh, posters. It's not so bad. <laughs> it gives hope. What is like, what is some of the 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 best scenes for you out of this movie then, Chris? Since you seem to love it so much. Tops kicking ass. Just tops in general. He does kung fu. <laughs> He's a kung fu guy. So then why why not? You know, you just love kung fu. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why you love Warriors of Virtue so much. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Angela? What is there a particular scene that just stuck out as uh, being incredibly awesome for you? And all the hottest mm. scenes. All the hottest. <laughs> <scenes. laughs> you just had a really formative. Really had a thing for Jamie. Um, like. The one thing that was really, uh, I don't know, like, like I was just in awe of was just the the Dinosaur City or Dinosaurs TV show cartoon. Uh-huh. That was just like, <laughs> like, not the best animation, but then those kids were loving it. They were doing like the little like, <laughs> <laughs> doing little like hand gesture, like. Like hoo, 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 hoo. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then and then on TV, thundering, 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 sure, and then like they were. They did it throughout the movie. I know. I... Were you guys not watching this movie? <laughs> we um... obviously weren't watching it as closely as you were. <laughs> and then like the um, Rex and Tausa do it, and then they point to this, point to like you know like the the viewer, be like your turn, and then they're like. Like, all right, <laughs> thundering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. I mean, the, I think those. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> yes, the the characters constantly instead of saying cool, they say volcanic because it's dinosaurs. Yes. Okay. Uh, this. Uh, it was funny that the beginning of the movie they definitely have. The, the they show the kids doing it several times while they're sitting in Timmy's bedroom, you know, yeah. just chilling out watching this video, and uh, and they it's they speed it up and they slow it down and they just repeatedly show it and just gonna be like wow I don't remember any show I particularly watched where where you would do hand gestures to 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 to, to be included. Think of anything like that. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, would you <laughs> stand up and do the whole dance whenever Sailor's going to change or transform? Well, no. I mean, Please. she's a girl, but, like, Tuxedo Mask. Okay. <laughs> tuxedo <laughs> Mask, then. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. No. <laughs> the lie, the <laughs> No, but Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues? You have to sit there and yell at the, the screen, mean. That's something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do the male dance. The male song. dance, got it. <laughs> well, I just did kind of basically like children's shows in general, like like early, so uh, early children's shows. Okay, which takes into account that that's more for kids around the age of five to mm-hmm. eight, and these kids are thirteen to seventeen. Yeah, I mean Timmy, I don't know, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you know, me being twenty-five, I would still do the Blues Clues dance if given the opportunity. Oh man, do you remember fucking Pooh Corner? Uh, 
Oh, I remember poo corner. Had some shit like that. You had to the the poo like stretching thing. That no, happened. what? I don't remember that. You at mean all. you mean like in the original uh, movie? Yes. <laughs> oh, where is this? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I don't remember that, but yeah, I didn't watch a lot of poo when I was, was a kid, so. Mm. But I did, I did watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and you know, there's the train that takes you to, uh, God, what is that called? What was the name of the kingdom? Make-believe, the kingdom of make-believe. And sure. that little train, the little yeah, trolley, trolley, yeah. It, that's what reminded me of when the Dinosaur City trolley would go around because it was obviously like models and scaled down. And... Well, yeah. That's a made for TV. They didn't have a huge budget. Uh, they made do. So you want to take a guess on what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this? The audience score. There is no critic score for 47. this. 47. What was it? 47. Nope. Oh. Um, 52. Oh, Chris is closer. It's 40. Oh. <laughs> uh, so there, yeah. There's, there's the. It's forty percent, which you know, for Rotten Tomatoes, is actually pretty good. With a lot it's of people way that just than Batman v Superman. A lot of people. Well, not the critic, not the audience score. The audience score for Batman v Superman is like in the seventies. Is it really? Uh huh. Oh, the critic score is the one that's in the twenties. Oh, <laughs> So let's get to some Amazon one-star reviews. Now, if you wanted to buy this off of Amazon, you can get the VHS tape for $14.01. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. You just need to go find yourself a VCR. That's what those are called. One-star reviews. No, there, there are some. Oh, man, this guy wrote a novel. I'm not going to read all that. Here we go. Uh, M. Baker, June 25th, 2009. Titled it Adventures in Dinosaur City VHS. This item did not work. (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling. I had a feeling. It was unplayable, locked up VHS tape that was obviously not checked before sending. Not happy about this. So that plus the novel is the other is the other one are the only two one star reviews. I really don't want to read all that, so we're not going to. Uh, let's get to those five star reviews, and I'll probably find Chris's on here somewhere. So <laughs> be prepared. One day, dinosaurs right? doing kung fu hobbies. Uh, <laughs> Jen Todd. Jen Todd, October 20th, 2013, five stars. Titled it Cute with an exclamation mark. I remember this when I was a kid. Me and my sister used to watch this all the time. I was browsing, looking for something for my boys, and this popped up. I couldn't resist. Another exclamation mark. Um, Oh, yeah, there was also a Super Nintendo game for this. Ew. Really? Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> oh, you say it with such sincerity, it just hurts me. It was. I think it was. It it's, was good. It's what would you do? Be... You would go around avoiding cavemen and. So were you Timmy to or were you Rex? A little bit of 
bit of both. So you you it, it <laughs> switched characters. Switch characters. Wow, yeah. that's that's pretty inventive for a 1991 video game. It was it was a good game. It was hard. <laughs> it, was it was a hard, hard game. <laughs> Did it have a kill screen? <laughs> it might have. I never got there. I didn't ever beat it. It's so hard. I'll have to go back and beat it. All right, here we go. Five stars from Amazon customer. It's called uh, Dino City, by uh, the way. I bet it was. June 24, 2007. All caps, oh my God, is the title. Yes. All caps. I haven't (laughs) seen this since I was a kid. This movie is about three kids who get sucked into their favorite cartoon, Dinosaurs. In in order to get back home, that just sounds like some horrible disease. <laughs> that's the way it's he spelled it. <laughs> in order it's to get back home, <laughs> Timmy, Mick, and Jamie must enlist the help of their heroes Rex, Tops, and Forey to get a fuse that was stolen by cave people known as the Rockies. Who work for the cartoon's villain, Mr. Big, in Race Against the Time to defeat the bad guys, retrieve the fuse, save Sar City, and get back home before Timmy's parents return. This is a prequel to Sex in the City. <laughs> I, you, well, Rex was definitely a Samantha. I, can, I got right. that off of him, so. Uh, there you go. I mean, obviously, yeah, the people. The I, that. <laughs> it was awesome. I showed him the, the Wikipedia page of Dino City. <laughs> Dino City. Well, there you go. For the it was, longest time, was, I didn't actually realize that it was the same story as the movie. Oh, whoa! I mean, he switches jackets. Rex is wearing a uh, uh, a leather, just a regular leather jacket now, instead of a, uh, a a jacket with a fleece lining in it. So he's obviously, got sweet specs on. And he's got sweet specs on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess this is all about uh, Timmy making further ventures into Dino City, huh? No, it like pretty much follows the game, like the movie. The it starts out with them like getting sucked into the TV <laughs> as the pre the prologue thing. Well, there you go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dino City for the for the Super NES. Yes. If, if anybody wants Super to Nintendo. go out though and go out there and, and replay that, if they need to find that ROM, <laughs> I owned it. I, well, do you still have a Super NES to play it on? No, I didn't think so. I I saw something right now. It was, I'm not sure how trustworthy it is, but I saw a Dino City game, Dinosaur City game, play online games. Oh, God. I don't know how friendly it is, so don't like. Don't go take there. my word for it. <laughs> get upset when you get viruses. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go at your own risk, kids. So um, that brings me to another part of the movie. Apparently, late in the in almost, I'm gonna say it's probably the third act. We find out that the remote control that Timmy brought with him yes. is able to actually control people or control whatever's going on in the world because it's still. A remote control. It, it's still a VHS. It's still a tape. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> one other movie that kind of made me think about this whole kind of scenario is Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire. What? Have you ever, either one of you ever seen Pleasantville? I've heard of it. Click. 
not click. That's that's okay. Yes, that idea does also come out. You know, this is where where Adam Sandler got the idea for his movie when he watched Adventures in Dinosaur City. Yeah, but uh, no, in Pleasantville, like there's the the, the Tobey Maguire and his sister Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. they get sucked into uh, Tobey Maguire's favorite TV show, Pleasantville. Uh, you know, which is supposed to be like a Leave It to Beaver type TV show. And when they're in there, you know, they talk about well, what's on what, what's on what's down that street? Oh no, that's the street that that's Main Street. Well, where does it go? It goes through town. Well, where does it go? Where does it keep going? I don't know. <laughs> no one knows what's outside Pleasantville. There's nothing outside Pleasantville. So that's why awesome. it just made me think about this. Is like, well, what's outside of Sar City and or further? You know, but. No? Okay. No, there's nothing. You, you, you saw the map. <laughs> the map. It's all Pangea. It's all just one big thing, yeah. right? Okay. Got then it. Then the world ends. You'll fall. <laughs> there's lava pits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, there's a remote that eventually becomes into into play that can stop people, rewind them. That's uh, pretty much the only ones that they really used until you get to Mr. Big. And he's straight up just record. Is, and blows him up. Is that what it is? It's record? You think he records over him? Yes. <laughs> I mean, he, he does. I've been he, thinking about this for decades <laughs> now. He, he, the, Mr. Big seems to disintegrate because not only does his, like, he go away. You see like, out of his body. He, like, shoot through his body. And, and you see his skeletal poof. structure. God. Like, so he's almost deconstructing or, you know, imploding or yeah. exploding or whichever one you want to do. But I really want to know what well, button he's that all is. Kinds of dead. <laughs> <laughs> power. What, what? See, that I would be dangerous. Why? Would, I would be afraid to push the power button. What if that takes out the whole world? High risk, high reward. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. So there's there's that the the remote control that could uh, that either saves the day or you know kills everything. It's just like it's like Galaxy Quest. It's the it Omega. Is. Exactly. <laughs> the Omega Bomb or whatever that thing was and called. they do the Galaxy Quest thing where they're like, oh, in this episode. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. He's like, what do you mean episodes? But it's funny. They did say cartoons and they said they know what cartoons were, but they don't know what a remote is. So That's true. Maybe it's, mm. like, it's like Flintstones because, you know, the Flintstones, the, the remote was a bird that came over yeah. and pushed the button on the TV. Yeah. Okay, mm. fair enough. Well, that's that's it. That's an hour on Adventures in Dinosaur City <laughs> <laughs> already. Oh, man. Uh, we it's time to uh, go and pick. We didn't even talk about whether we liked it or not. Well, I, I'm okay. I I didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. I think it's pretty obvious that you did. No. Really? No. no it wasn't. <laughs> you just kind of played the devil's advocate through this I I. I remember enjoying it, and I still have like those, those memories, memory feelings. <laughs> but I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of garbage." Well, you played it off well, so yeah. good for you, Angela. Kind of went with a no. Yeah, I was losing interest at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really didn't care if these kids made it home or right? they died of they Dinosaur City. Useless. <laughs> Even with uh, Mick's transformation into a Kung Fu badass and Jamie being able to just take out Neanderthals. (laughs) Yeah, becoming a sex pot. Yeah. Neanderthals with her her club and taking people out. Oh, and we did forget to mention that it does pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So 
there you go uh, for feminists and other people who desire something like that. But uh, yeah, it, it's Adventures in Dinosaur City. We all give it a no. Don't watch. If you have a small child, I wouldn't that even likes let you let your small child watch. No, martial arts or hotties. So... Then go ahead. They'll probably enjoy it. Your small, your small child. Are they into hotties? Well, I got the movie for you. I was into hotties when I was a small child. I don't know. I'm just saying. From my experience, those are the things that make this a good movie. <laughs> also, puppets. Oh, bad puppetry and bad animatronics. That's what you can expect bad from that. Puppetry. They had like articulated mouths and stuff. Yes, like, but the lips the were lips, actually articulated. They didn't stuff. move with what was being said or the hand movements of the puppets. That's true, but they still moved <laughs> like aside from the mouth. And like movement, I said, it's bad. It was technically it was masterful. <laughs> the end result was not great. All right, so one through ten now because of uh, we've now gotten rid of two uh, movies off of our our list. That means Angela only has one movie left on the list because we're that much closer to Krull. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Number, I think that says eight. Can you read that? Yes. Okay, so it's Eight. eight, which would be The Wraith. Oh, man. <laughs> I got so excited for a second because Felix the Cat is listed as number eight. Right, but it, it. since you've already taken away I two know, movies. Okay. I understand how it works. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Charlie Sheen coming back from the dead as a car. As a car that I owned. As a car that he, that Chris at one point in his life owned. It was a great car. Uh, we can... Uh, talk about that more in length next week when we watch that movie so uh would you like to give out your twitter handles like uh, usual yeah. it looks, like, nah. not really <laughs> i'm tired of saying my name now <laughs> well how about this but, oh go ahead no no go ahead i was just to say how you can find us all on the on facebook we definitely the geek elite radio facebook page and we'll uh we can we talk about these movies. I try. I try. I didn't do it this week. I forgot to, to put out the fact that we were watching. We're uh, not. We're back. But <laughs> <laughs> Adventures in Dinosaur City. I'm almost positive that I'm the only one that would have responded <laughs> to Adventures in Dinosaur City. Except that I wouldn't have because that would just be weird. Yeah. Like Geekly Radio posted. Hey, does anybody remember this Geekly Radio commented? <laughs> yeah, this movie was awesome. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Geekly uh, Radio. <laughs> so that's where you can find us. You can talk to us about the movies coming up. Suggest some more movies that we're, we can we can uh, watch as VHS gems, and uh, tell us the, your memories that you have that associate you with these movies. So, with that being said, this has been VHS Gems on the Geekly Radio Networks, saying always remember to geek out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.